Hello and welcome to the Happy Dog Podcast. On this mini episode, we are going to discuss whether dogs need to wear coats or not. Now, this is quite a contentious issue and I'm hopefully going to go into all the ins and outs and when it's right and when it's maybe not necessary um, and the types of things that dogs may prefer wearing over things that maybe they don't exactly enjoy wearing. So, hopefully not going to offend anyone. I mean, it is personal choice, but we're going to talk about why dogs might need to wear coats and maybe why they don't. today in my little office recording this and I can hear the wind howling outside. It's pretty much rained non-stop for it feels like months but I'm guessing it's been maybe three days. It is wet, cold, muddy, it's not very nice and just before Christmas it was really cold, bitterly cold and so it made me think when I was out walking my dogs or driving around about all the different types of dogs wearing coats, all the different coats that the dogs were wearing And sometimes I thought, oh, that dog just doesn't look very comfortable in the coat or maybe that dog needs to be wearing a coat in this weather. So led to this podcast. I personally don't have coats on my dogs. My old spaniel has a little equa fleece that we sometimes put on her to keep her warm and they have drying robes. But on a walk, they never wear coats. And it's I suppose it's more my personal choice than for my dogs. Millie has a coat now, she's 11, and sometimes it gets cold. She does love to swim. She does shiver sometimes. And it's really more to protect her joints than it is to protect her from the cold. Stanley, my pointer, would just stand still. If you put anything on him, he just stands and does not move. He does not enjoy wearing things. He is not the kind of dog who is going to be like, oh, lovely, let's get a coat on me. So he definitely is much more of that. I'd rather be freezing cold and soaking wet than even consider wearing anything. And so the dog coat world is a world that maybe I haven't explored as much as other people have. I am interested to know what you prefer your dogs to wear on cold, wet days. Is it the temperature that dictates? Is it the level of precipitation that dictates or is it a fashion choice it's the fashion bit that concerns me the most I do remember many years ago I went to see a really anxious dog who was when I say dressed up I mean think Disney (laughs) wearing little dresses jumpers the work And it's always something that I talk to the owners about because it gives me a real insight into that dog and the way that the owners perceive their dog, et cetera, et cetera. And they told me, and I did not disagree, that they felt that she was more comfortable, a bit happier, maybe a bit more confident when she was dressed compared to when she was undressed. Now, there is some uh, 
research behind that, thunder shirts, uh, T-touch wraps, etc. That kind of close compression does sometimes help dogs feel a bit happier and a bit more confident. And if that was their perception, sometimes even if it was a placebo effect, that perception alters the way in which the owners respond to their dog and often that can actually help in the training so if they felt like that and the dog was happy wearing those outfits maybe it was helping maybe it wasn't but if they felt it was sometimes the way that they react and respond to their dog is different and is a more positive experience and actually helps the dog and that then feeds back in so I'm not averse to dogs wearing outfits that's what I just want to say initially I am averse to dogs wearing the wrong outfit at the wrong time or dogs who do not enjoy wearing things being made to wear things so if I made Stanley wear a jumper he would be really unhappy about that that's a problem for him and for me but if it like Millie doesn't really care and I think she quite likes wearing her little echo fleece jumper when she's cold so that's that's absolutely fine. So it's definitely personal choice and it's the dog's personal choice too. I think the other thing that we have to consider is how the dogs enjoy the environment outside. So again, I have chalk and cheese in my house. I have Millie who will go out in any weather, not bothered, but loves the snow, loves the snow. I remember her when she was younger. I mean, I wouldn't really allow allow her to do it now because I would be worried about her but when she was younger I remember her spending hours in the garden when we had deep snow one year just playing tossing it around popping her nose under it flicking it up and getting a ball dropping it pushing it through the snow just spending so long just enjoying the snow and even now if we take her out and it's been snowing she just reverts to being a puppy again she just loves it loves being out loves being cold loves the snow not loving the rain, but would never turn her nose up at a walk. Stanley, on the other hand, will ask to go outside. I'll open the door. He'll literally pop his nose out, see how much it's raining, and then be like, oh, it's damp in the air. I'm just going to go lay back down. He doesn't really like going out when it's cold and wet. He doesn't really understand snow. He's quite a simple dog. Um, And so... You have to think about, I mean, if Stanley wore, if Stanley enjoyed wearing a coat, he would be an ideal candidate for a coat because I think he would actually prefer going out in the rain with a coat on, but he would not do that, if that makes sense. Actually going out and getting wet is preferable to him to wearing a coat, even though he hates it. Some breeds of dog were bred for freezing cold weather. They were bred for being cold and wet, laying outside in the snow, playing in freezing cold water you name it some dogs actively seek out cold wet weather conditions they maybe don't need a coat they might need a drying coat when they get back I'm a big fan of the rough and tumble drying coats um I think they're brilliant they save me loads of time drying my dogs off um and so maybe to help dry their coats out so they're not sat in a cold coat for too long maybe that's when we would look at that kind of outfit but they are going to get over overheated um, overly hot when they're out and about in the cold weather if we make them wear clothing over the top certain types of coat will not benefit from it either I also think about what my dogs are doing so if we were going um 
Oh, so we've got a little camper van. That's a great example. If we've got a little camper van, if we were going to the river, um, we've got this really lovely place near us called Burnsall, which is a massive field that you can park right by the river. It's really popular. Dogs can swim, uh, paddle, um, run um, around and chase things around. Um, so again, Stanley doesn't go in the water, so it doesn't apply to him. But Millie would be swimming after a ball, um, doing loads of water retrievals. And then maybe we'd go back to the little camper van that we've got. And um, in the camper van, we would have some lunch. So she's going to be sat there, cold and wet. That's maybe when she needs to be wearing a jumper. However, if she'd been playing in the water and then we were walking along the river... She wouldn't need a jumper on them because she's going to naturally keep herself warm. So thinking about what are we doing? Are we going to sit outside a coffee shop and have a coffee and our dogs are going to be sat cold, not moving? Maybe then they need to wear a jumper, but they're walking in the active part of their walk. They shouldn't need to be wearing a jumper in those situations. They should naturally be keeping warm. Also, how long are they going to be outside for? Are you just taking them on a quick walk for half an hour, 40 minutes? They're going to be okay. Are you going out for, for hours and maybe they are going to get cold within that time? Maybe then we need to be thinking about what they are um, what they are wearing uh, for that period of time. I think there are certain breeds of dogs who nearly always need to wear coats those with very thin skin very little coat greyhounds whippets italian greyhounds all spring to mind maybe dogs such as vizslas um some pointers um small dog chihuahuas yorkshire terriers maybe dachshunds although i would say that they are tough little dogs and probably don't need it quite as much but those dogs who are going to lose a lot of body heat from their from their skin on walks um, and who may be, I mean, greyhounds are going to sprint and then they're done. <laughs> like They're not going to be running and running and running like maybe a spaniel would be or a Labrador would be who are going to be really active that entire walk, keeping themselves warm um, through activity. Then they definitely need to be wearing a suitable layer of clothing over the top. There are other dogs, very young dogs or dogs who may be underweight old dogs I talk about Millie she's 11 so she, you know she's still a spring chicken to me but she's getting older or maybe if they're unwell those kind of or those life stages might be a good time to think about putting an extra layer onto your dog when they're out and about at home I know we're in the middle of a cost of living crisis and ridiculous energy prices. Perhaps you are having your home a little bit cooler than you would normally enjoy it to be. Think about how cool it is. If you're just wearing like normal clothing. So today I've got like a fleecy top on leggings. So I'm sat recording for most of the day. I My house is warm enough for me to be sat like this. My dog's going to be absolutely fine. Is it more that I'm out all day and I don't have any heating on whatsoever? is Millie going to get cold maybe I might put a jumper on her if I'm going to have the house at a really cool temperature and I know she's just laying all day but for if you if you're able to keep your home a comfortable warmth for you your dog's going to be fine and they are not going to need any uh, additional layers within the home So let's talk about the types of dog coats. I've mentioned equifleece and rough and tumble. Equifleeces are made to measure to a degree to, for your dog. And I do believe that they are going to be the best. You can have them at different um, 
coverings, I suppose. So you can have just the one that Millie has, which is just like a t-shirt almost like fit, a little bit down her legs, goes along the back. You can have it, where I call them the rompers, where they've got all of the legs covered and their necks. Um, you can have ones that zip up the back. And it doesn't have to be equifleece, but those kind of waterproof, fleecy jackets that dogs can wear, I think are are possibly some of the most multi-purpose coats you can buy. So therefore, probably the best investment. You can get waterproofs, which I used to have for my golden retriever when she was older. Again, it was looking after her joints when she was older. They were really beneficial. Um, so she wasn't sat in a wet coat, you know, golden retriever, really heavy coat. She wasn't sat in that for hours while it was drying um, after the walks. I'm a big fan of a high vis, especially if you're going to go somewhere with low light levels or woodland where maybe you might lose your dog a little bit. High vis coats are brilliant for that kind of thing. I am also a fan of the drying robes. The, the ones I personally use are rough and tumble. There's loads on the market. They suck the moisture out of your dog's coat and they, they dry super fast, which I think is really beneficial. Over and above all of this, the most important thing is to make sure that your dog is happy wearing a coat and getting used to wearing it. I spent a really long time teaching Stanley to be comfortable in his coat. And to this day, he will tolerate it if he is wet and cold. But if I went now while he's, you know, just snoozing on the sofa and put a coat on him, he would not be happy. He doesn't like that restrictive feeling. And that's absolutely fine. So he doesn't have them. He just has his drying coat and only when he's really wet or when we've been on a really muddy walk and we're coming home and he's just got it on in the car. I tend to teach dogs to accept wearing a coat by maybe popping it on them when they're young and then bringing out all the good stuff, feeding them, playing with them, doing some little searches for treats, maybe some training just to really, really drive home that when their coat is on, good things happen. Make sure that the coats that they wear on their walks aren't going to absorb loads of water because they might be okay wearing a nice fleecy warm jumper at the beginning of the walk. But if that fleece then absorbs all the moisture and the mud and the goo and all the disgusting things that they're going to encounter on their walks, it might become quite heavy for them to wear and that's not going to be comfortable. So make sure that the coats you're wearing, or coats you're wearing, well, make sure your coats as well, but make sure the coat your dog is wearing is really suitable for them for the type of walk that they're going on. They're not going to get snagged on something and get caught or get heavy and get wet. And make sure they're able to move. A lot of the time when I'm worried about a dog wearing a coat, when I see them out and about on walks, it's because they don't feel like, I don't feel like they've got freedom of movement. This goes for their harnesses, for their um, jumpers, for their coats, whatever it is. They need to be able to move in a really natural way, exhibiting real natural ranges of motion. So make sure that it's not restrictive, that they're able to move. And I think also make sure that the when they're wearing a jumper or a coat, that it's not actually going to mat their fur up. Sometimes I've seen it where dogs are wearing um, a fleece with a harness over the top and that rubbing motion of those two um, elements over the coat make it really knotted. I appreciate when you have a dog that has a coat that's going to mat quite easily, you're going to keep try and keep it dry and clean and tangle free. But just maybe when you take those items off, just giving those um, areas, the chest under the armpits, a little bit of a brush just to make sure that we're not building up mats within the coat because of the friction of the fleece, especially over the top of their coat. So 
hopefully we've gone through a few different elements on this podcast and discussing the different times and coats and and what to look for and what to think about and whether your dog does need a coat on certain days maybe they do that's absolutely fine I'm not saying you shouldn't um and but think about the times when maybe they don't need to wear a coat as well they don't need to wear it every single day they just need to wear it when it's cold when it's wet maybe when they're old maybe when they're really little as well um especially if you're doing socialization maybe they're not moving quite as much as they would be normally so bear all those things in mind let me know what your favorite coats are for your dogs because maybe you've got ones I mean I don't have coats for my dog so I don't have a lot of experience with them. I just know the ones that either have been recommended to me or the ones that I have purchased. So if you've got a favourite one, let me know. Um, and I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Speak soon. <laughs>